Her name's Veronica, and she is proud to be back in the studio for Nerds and Luxury. There's Sosa, Montego, and Cedro the Bear. Mr. Wise, the white guy, it's true love they share. They talk all kinds of shit and tales of fuckery. Prepare to laugh out loud, it's Nerds and Luxury. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, greetings. Hello. Salutations. My name is Mr. Wise. Welcome welcome to Nerds in Quarantine. <laughs> my name is Mr. Wise, resident white guy, and sitting across from me, my lovely wife and host of this marvelous program, who has who has turned off her Nintendo Switch just long enough so that she can do this show, has pulled her nose out of the Animal Crossing universe. <laughs> Veronica Z. Veronica, how are you? I'm... I'm deep in denial. Deep in denial. Yeah, just kind of. That's probably why you see me dive so deeply into. Well, we'll get in. Let's let's we'll get into that in a moment. We'll get into that in a moment. First, first things first. Some housekeeping. General housekeeping. housekeeping. First and foremost, big shout out to Sosa Vanal, Montego Moreno, and Cedro, who of course are not with us today because we are all quarantined and we are all social distanced and we are all locked down. Uh, DC, Maryland, and Virginia all on lock. Um, for those of you who are not on lockdown, what the hell are you doing? Um, but I wanted to make a correction. I believe a couple episodes ago, um, I called highly decorated and world renowned scientists, David Ho. I called him Richard Ho. I basically called him Dick Ho. Yeah. Um, yeah. So his name's David Ho and, um, Mr. Ho or Dr. Ho, I apologize for uh, butchering your name. Um, also want to issue an apology, I believe in episode 51. Um, we gave Donald Trump like a tiny, tiny shred of credit for like his change of tone and how he was handling everything. And yeah, that was a mistake. Uh, that was wrong of us. Uh, yeah. he, he soon reverted back to the quickly. person quickly that he is. And he's actually reverted. He's actually the ebb and flow of his personality is and been in plain view. Um, we've decided that we are no longer watching the, um, the propaganda conference that he has every day because we both looked at each other one day and we're like, I'm not learning anything. <laughs> when yeah. We watch this, Bring I'm the not, doctor back. Right. Like, well, but even, even then, back. like, but even then, even with Fauci out there, it's like, okay, but he's still, he's telling us stuff like we already kind of knew, like mm-hmm. it wasn't, it, it just got to the point where it was like, you know, the, the, the revelations, the stuff that's really important, we're going to get those from experts elsewhere. We're not yeah. going to get, we're not gleaning anything out of these Except, except the prof- Donald Trump's profound lack of responsibility mm-hmm. and, and 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 love for himself. Um, First so yeah. and foremost. <laughs> so with that out of the way, <laughs> how are you, Veronica? How I'm, is your mental health? Uh, I'm depressed. Yeah, I, I am depressed. I am. Is it starting to weigh on you a little bit? This whole, uh, I think we're now like we're going into we're week we're three. heavily in our third week yeah. of quarantine, like because we started early oh, because, on my birthday. Yes, because we respect and appreciate science, mm-hmm. so we started early, and all, well, we also didn't have a choice because we we're you know your your occupation stopped or uh, closed, yeah. my occupations all dried up, and. Um, and here we are in the empty recording studio, which is also closed uh-huh. um, to the public, at least. Um, are you 
Remember when this first started and I asked you on your scale of zero to ten, zero being hugging people in the street mm-hmm. that you'd never met before and ten being everyone to the doomsday bunker were, were goners. Mm-hmm. What is your level of concern right now? Eleven. Oh, so you're you're on full yeah. alert. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. I got you. I mean, it's like I, I'm like not doing the deep dive into like all of the news and everything like that. Like it's kind of obvious. It is what it is. Numbers mm-hmm. or lack of numbers um, don't lie. And right. so it's just kind of like, all right, cool. And then there's also an aspect of it that I cannot control, which is my inability to go into work. And work is a big stress release for me um, where I'm able to go in and kind of use my creative brain and talk to people and, and interact or not interact or, you know, do different well, things. Yeah, the and days. that might even be like, I think it's too, it's just, we're not doing anything. We're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. We're not do, you know, we're like, it's, yes, we, I love our place. Mm-hmm. There are lots of people with nowhere near as cool a place to be shacked up in for months at a time as, as we have, but you still want, you're still accustomed and used to going places and doing things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, that the first week or so of this quarantine, I had a bunch of like post-production s- stuff that's, that I was able to like, a lot we got of, a lot done. Yeah. I got a lot done. We, we fixed our office up. We did a lot of stuff. And now I'm at the point where it's like, it's not that I'm out of things to do. It's just the things that are left to do. I'm like, ah, do I, I don't want to, Start well, not even that. Those. It's these are things that require us to go out into yeah. the public and do and like we things. need to like we need to finish off things and there's yeah. lighting and there's right and there's ceiling fans to install yeah, and it's like it's, and then and then you don't want to spend money because exactly. we don't know like how long this is going to take and you know our incomes are significantly significantly slashed right now. So I mean, I think I and I've been the one when whenever provisions need to be gathered, I've been the one that has gone out. I don't mm. think, I don't really, like I don't know those. if you've even gone out really like Mm-mm. you've, we've gone on walks with the dogs and, and, and such, but as far as actually going out into Mm-mm. the, into the wilderness and dealing with people, I don't think you've even Mm-mm. done that since this started. So, well, we just got masks yesterday. Yeah. So we got our masks that we ordered in late January, February. early February, late February. We ordered them. Mm. Well, Needless to say, they the masks literally arrived the day that they said Everyone you should must wear a mask. mask. <laughs> and I just want to say this for the record because we're going to talk about masks because I went out after that. I'd gone out before that and I, I was starting to see a lot of masks and 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 most peculiarly and. Peculiarly, no, okay, thank you. I, I don't know, no. but in most peculiar fashion, I also see a lot of people wearing gloves. Which you shouldn't probably be doing because they're not going to help you. Um, all you're doing is touching shit and getting shit on the... If the, if there is something there, getting it on the gloves and then transferring it to other places, like, don't... Just forget the gloves. and. But don't... Isn't the point of gloves that they're, they're not um, moist yeah, surface but, so they can't really transfer? Well, even so... Like one thing I've been noticing with now everyone wearing the gloves, I, I don't know how y'all get these beautician gloves, these purple gloves, but I'm seeing those everywhere. And the mask is that people seem to think 
that they're protected for wearing them. And that's absolutely not the case. That's not why you wear the gloves and the mask. You're wearing the gloves and the mask to protect other people. Mm -hmm. They don't protect you very well at all. But people seem to think that that's what it's for. And they're starting to get comfortable. And they're starting to get closer to each other. And they're starting to touch a lot of shit. And then they're taking this shit off and throwing it in the fucking street. Like, yeah. I'm seeing this shit everywhere. We take the dogs out. Like, there are masks on the ground. There are fucking discarded gloves on the ground. What the fuck is wrong with people? Like, like, like you do understand, like, it, it, it's you're not wearing it to protect you. So if you do understand that, then by discarding it and taking it off and throwing it in the street, you're literally flying in the face of the entire purpose of why it was you were wearing it in begin with to begin with because now you're throwing it out in the public and risking other people coming i mean the dogs have come across it and i'm like pulling there's them kids, off of it there's, there's kids dogs, that'll pick that shit yeah. up there's there's eventually a human being that's probably gonna have to come around and and pick that shit up and that stuff is it's a biohazard yeah. there's a reason why people throw the reason why we need so many masks and so many gloves and so much PPE is because you're supposed every time a medical professional wears this shit and deals with a patient, they're supposed to take the shit off and throw it away every time for mm -hmm. every patient. Every time they see somebody new, you take the shit off. That hasn't been happening, of course, because there's a shortage thanks to the yeah. terrible federal leadership we have right now. But stop throwing that shit in the street. Like it looks like a it it, it looks terrible. It, it's it's and it's so. Is so disgusting and it, it's so counterintuitive and counterproductive to what the whole purpose is of you wearing that shit is to begin with. It doesn't protect you. And don't think now that you can get all up in my face and be like shoulder to shoulder with me when I'm picking out groceries. Yeah. No, you can't get just because you have a mask on. I have a mask on too. We, we, you still have to be six feet away from me. Um, quick. Side note, a lot of you may have seen the DC Wharf pictures that came yeah, out the other day. For those of you who listen who don't live in the DMV, DC metropolitan area, the DC Wharf is in the, is the is at the Southwest waterfront. It's a fish market. It's usually this time of year popping. And for some odd reason as of a couple of days ago was no different. And people were going up there thinking because they had masks. And they were, you could see in the pictures. People wore masks and gloves. People had masks and, yeah. and gloves on and were like, oh, I'm fine, I'm fine. But they're still, it's, they're packed into this fish market. Because it's not big. It's been that size no. since it's open. Yeah. Like, I mean, been, they've renovated it recently. But still, but it's, still, not, still it's, it's not, not big. Like, yeah. they're pack, you, you have to pack in. There's yeah. no other way. So finally, the mayor closed it today. Yeah. Um, well, they were getting away with it for a minute because they're food for right, a exactly. food source, and so yeah. it's kind of like, all right, you can't go down there. You can't get fresh crab legs and groceries because that's what people do eat. But it's like if we can't control the number of people coming up to the fish market, and I mean, they were packed in there, y'all. And 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 I believe the whoever runs the market, like, because it's a collection of businesses. Yeah. It's not just one business, but whoever runs the market had. Stated like, oh, well, we were just getting stuff in place to, you know, regulate the amount of people like too late, dude, yeah. too late, too late. Like you blew it. Like because <laughs> D.C. was one of the first places to uh, kind of shut down. Muriel put her foot down very early. Well, but if you want to know why, like I'm so frustrated when I see shit like that, it's because, like I said earlier, we've already been doing this for three weeks. Okay. 
And this shit is starting to weigh on a motherfucker. Mm. All right. Like it's not, it's not just that, oh, we're home and you find, no, I've got plenty of shit to do. And believe me, I've been finding it. It's the insecurity of it all. Mm -hmm. It's this passing time of bills being due and certain people we've chosen to pay while others we're not. And it's the, it's, it's the upheaval and we're, we've sacrificed now, yeah. you know, we, we've, we've done our part for three weeks and not gone out and t- except for food and not go, uh, and, and the longer people keep doing shit like this, the longer we're going to have to all stay in here. And the longer that's going to take for this to flatten, because if you keep going out and doing shit like that, even if it's a pocket of people, that's a new vector point. Mm-hmm. That's now going to take two more weeks to get, you know, to get down. That's going to add to the numbers two weeks from now and keep people from saying, no, you can't go out yet. You can't go back to normal yet. And people are like, okay, so what is it? It's April. It's end of cherry blossom season. It's getting into graduation. Mother's Day is coming up. These are just DC holidays. Mother's Day, graduation, um, Pride, DC Pride. Oh, canceled. It was canceled. All, but I'm just yeah. saying, canceled, right. canceled, canceled, canceled. So everybody's like, oh, I hope to get out of here by summer. If we get out of here by Halloween. Right. Like that. We're I, lucky. Yeah. And, and I'm and I'm in an industry, we're both in an industry where it's kind of like I'm on shaky ground right now. But my point being is that every for this to work, everybody's, everybody's got to do their shit. There were businesses in my neighborhood. There were businesses very close to this business mm-hmm. that stayed open days after the mandatory shutdown order. Yeah. And these were not and these were businesses at the top of the list of things that should have been closed early. Yeah. And were at the top of the list when the governor released the actual mm-hmm. order were literally like the first businesses that should be closed. Yeah. And they stayed open. And I don't know. I hope all those people are okay. Yeah. But I can't imagine all of them are because they stayed open forever and they did not practice social distance be- distancing because the very nature of that business that they're in is they can't practice social distancing. It's, we're all in here together. So all I'm saying is that for us to get through this, we have to be disciplined and we have to do this. You can go outside. You can go for walks. You can go for bike rides. Just don't freaking interact with people can i say something about all of this is even though like i'm because i have asthma and and pneumonia and blah 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 like wise has really just been the one going out and about and doing the grocery shopping and doing all these things but we've been going on beautiful walks with the dogs Mm -hmm. and really exploring delray and really like kind of this is a time of year, like, we're busy nine to ten months out of the year. We saw some beautiful birds yesterday. Yeah, day. two days it's ago. Just absolutely gorgeous. Be- wonderful time of year. And it's like, the dogs are super, like, Maxine can see a bird from a mile away, so she's spotting birds, mm-hmm. and it's, it's. I heard a lawnmower. Like, I feel like I live in the suburbs now, even though we live in the city. Well, we, we yeah, because we're kind of in that sweet spot. Yeah. We're, we're in a neighborhood inside a city. Yeah. We're in a residential neighborhood inside a city. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I heard somebody very early this morning mowing their lawn and, you know, kind of like the sounds of suburbia and that life. But it's like, okay, even when we're outside and we're walking the dogs, we're zigzagging across the street. There's no straight. And the dogs are being driven crazy. Right. And then the dogs are social 
And so you're having to pace your walk with the walk and it's everyone's observing it here at least. Like yeah. I'm, all of our neighbors have been amazing. Even the ones we usually stop and talk to, it's kind of painful to see because it's usually like that lady down the street who loves our dogs mm-hmm. and she has the two young kids at Wellington. Like today we didn't even, we're like, hey, how are you? How are you? And just kept walking. Like there, it's that's yeah. the kind of hard part where it's like, you know, you're used to being able to stop and talk to your neighbors for a little bit and you're used to being able to have your dog sniff the other dogs for a little bit but it's just very much like we're cut off well I mean I have uh, and you you saw it today mm-hmm. like um, when we were walking the neighbors that lived across the street from each other each sitting on yeah, their front porch having a sweet. conversation across the street I've I, like I've stopped and talked to neighbors that are sitting on their front porch because you're 20 feet away from yeah, them you yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying so like you can and, and it's it is good. It is good to try to interact with people. Um, I highly recommend something I've been doing. I've been picking up the phone and calling people. I mean, just even people where I'm like, like that are my age, my contemporaries, my colleagues, my mm-hmm. friends. Um, just calling them to just you know see how they're doing. Mm-hmm. Like you know, just to let them know, like hey, you know, let them know, let people know that they're cared about, that people care about each other. You know, like remind people that. You know, we're not. We're we might be isolated physically, but we're not isolated. Uh, you know, we, we have tools that can keep us from all going crazy. Now, again, this is coming from an introvert. People like mm-hmm. I, Veronica and I are inter. Most most days, we come home and there's nothing more that we love than after a day of being out amongst the people, working or whatever, coming home and not having to deal with you motherfuckers <laughs> for the rest of the day. But even for people like us, it's like we still want to talk to people. You know, we still... There's still dinners to be had and restaurants to be tried and conversations. There's still life to be to, lived. I love the aspect that everyone's jumping on Zoom and all of these things, but I cannot download another app because I... One, I have a hard time reading social cues over the phone, which is why I don't like the phone that much. I'd rather talk to you in person or just send me a text and we can kind of get through the bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but it's this whole jump that everybody's expected to do where it's like, oh, now, you know, we're all going to get on this call at this time and do these things. And it, it's still interactive, but it's not, it's not No, it's never going to, no. It, and, and. And I can't describe what's not the same, but it is not the same. As yeah, I mean, I mean, when I'm at work with my co- colleagues and we're dressed and we've got our fucking Jeremy suits on and we're looking fucking fly and everybody's smelling good like that. We are that we, is work. We are but, biological creatures, yeah. not synthetic creatures. Yeah. We we developed and evolved in a time where we interacted with one another. Mm-hmm. in close proximity to each other. Yeah. That is simply just the we are communal animals. Mm. And so we can simulate synth- it's it's a almost a synthetic way of sharing these interactions by doing the video feeds and doing the Skype calls and all of that shit but like at this it's still not going to be the same because when you're with someone you can do things together yeah. even the most minor shit you can do them together now we've simulate I actually um shout out to uh, Sugar Gamers, Jen and um, Adam, Adam, and then of course Cat and Kenny, Kenny, our friends. Um, we had a group uh, Mario Kart race a couple nights ago. Yeah, it was a lot. Of uh, fun. So there was six of us all playing at once. That shit was that shit was fun, and we had the what, what app was that open? Was that I think it was Zoom. 
So we were we using Zoom, Zoom open on the computer, and then we all have was able to switch. See like all of us right. have our own switches, or yeah. we're able to like jump on and we played for a minute. We played for a good hour, mi- yeah. yeah, at least an hour. And yeah. um, yeah, and we're not, we're not like I know there's gamers probably listening, like really, like I do that every day anyway. Mm. Yeah, well, that's not something that we typically do. We're we're usually too busy to do shit like yeah. that and too tired to do shit like that. We'll play some Mario Kart, but we're not gonna get online and play with you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like we're just gonna play a, a circuit and we're gonna go to we're gonna turn. Yeah. On. So anyway, let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk some more about. Nintendo and <laughs> Veronica's new universe that she's building from scratch. You are listening to Nerds in Luxury, recorded at Depth Charge Studios in Alexandria, Virginia. You can reach us at www.nerdsinluxury.com. Hashtag us LuxNerd on any and all social media. You can find us at Nerds in Luxury on Twitter. And if you have any emails, questions, concern, harassment, or general spam, don't do it. But you can email me at veronica at nerdsandluxury.com. So. Yes. What is the name of your town on Animal Crossing? It's called Nerds Crossing. Nerds but Crossing. But it is spelled N-E-R-D-S-X. Yeah. So I guess your approach to Animal Crossing when you're playing it reflects your own personality. Yeah, you know what I mean, like like what is going to be important to you, mm-hmm. and um, so Veronica's closet <laughs> in this game. Now, how you long have, have to you explain. Been wait, you have so to wait. explain okay. what Animal Crossing is. So okay, not so for those who don't know, it. Animal Crossing is a sim type game, right? It's okay. It's a simulated where you build your own. You yes. can probably explain it better. So Animal Crossing um, actually is a Nintendo-centric game. Yes. Um, it came out on Wii U. Um, sorry, Nintendo. Yeah, Wii U, Wii, and um, I want to say 64, but it's been out forever. It's been, it was, it's been long enough that it was on 64? I think so. Oh, wow. So, okay, it's I been, thought it was relatively new. No, no. So what they did was it had been so many years between the last release and the current one, they did a temporary um, game on your phone, and because I do Mario Run... I got an invitation. I'd never played Animal Crossing before. And I was just kind of like, it's a very cute slice of life, as Cedro would say, type game. Like you you catch fish. It seems like a it seems like a game. It seems like a game designed to teach children about capitalism. Yeah, of course. So (laughs) of course I'm all in. And so I didn't realize that the game itself, when you started it, because the literally the day that I was like, oh, I'm not going back to work. Um, I downloaded uh, Animal Crossing and I was like, okay. Hadn't it just come out too? Like it only it had been out just, for a couple of days. Like, no, it had come out that, that day. day. Okay. And I was like, fuck it. Um, and so literally you start off on a deserted island with you and some raccoons and the raccoon immediately hustles you for about... Wait, are we talking about Mr. Tom Nook? Mr. Tom Nook. So Tom Nook is... <laughs> Tom Nook is the cult leader who runs this island. Um, he's, the, he's the loan shark, the banker sort that uh, seems to have tons of assets yeah. uh, available to be able to loan them out to people who want to live on the island. And, yeah. And so, wait, did you, na- you name the island? I named the island. So Veronica is just like in real life, her her me, her character that she designed is this very sassy black chick who spe- oh who who has a striking resemblance to you, I must say. It should look like you. It's your island. But 
so you began building this island, and 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 I've kind of been watching. Veronica will play on the great thing about Switch is she'll take it and play it in bed or play it on the couch while I'm watching TV or doing something else, and then she can periodically take it out. And if we're not using the TV, the big screen, she'll pop it in and play on the big screen. So I've been watching her play, and like. First of all, within two days, <laughs> she paid off her house. No, I, I paid off the tent and I paid off the loan. You paid off the first loan. mortgage, yeah. basically, on the house. Now, you've probably done that how many times since then? Now? I, I owe Tom Nook $500,000. So she owes Tom Nook, local cult leader and baker, $500,000. Or bells. Bells. $500. Eh, whatever. Bells. Bell to dollar. We're just going to... And... And so sh- before we did the episode tonight, so you've been now playing, I guess it's for been... For three weeks. Has it been three weeks? Yeah. I've been playing for three Almost weeks. three weeks. Yeah. So, Two and a half, you know, maybe three weeks. Three, um, oh, We've been home for a while. Yeah. No, this yeah. is the third week coming yeah. up. Um, so the neighborhood has changed. Um, <laughs> so wait, no, because you're not going to skip over how you dragged me. Because the first time I put it on the big screen and I was like, oh, wise, look at my little like... Island, and he was like, "Oh, why is there a ping? Why is there a foosball table?" So it's funny. Why is this because the way the game unfolds, (laughs) like at the beginning, the island looks very trailer (laughs) parkish, like. There's like a foosball table out on the lawn and shit like the shit you the shit that you were collecting the shit they were allowing you to have yeah. was very random like what the fuck you why is this out here and it's like you have a smoker out on the but anyway mm-hmm. so but as the game developed you began to accumulate more cool shit well skills to get cool shit. right and then and then you jumped on the plane and you're going to visit another islands and then one time i was looking at it she opened up the island and all these douchebags showed up and we're like <laughs> we're like fucking with her island and then she goes and fucks with somebody else's island i'm like okay i get it i, I understand it and it's it's remarkable timing for the release of this game because mm-hmm. it's it's a very social game yeah and it's one of the things that well, we just talked about i have visited quote unquote visited two or three of my clients because they're like, oh my God, you're on Animal right. Crossing. That's so cool. Come visit my island. And I'm like, all right, what the fuck else am I doing? The first couple of times I did, I was really sad because I was like, oh my God, usually we'd be like hanging right. out together. And we'd like, be going to Starbucks. Yeah, we'd be like going upstairs to like uh, getting, uh, what's it, Lady M or we're right. getting like some cheesecake or something. Like, nope, we're sitting here on pretend game. Talking. So local cult leader, oh, Tom Nook, God. he's like the, the main dude. Like, was it his island? Like you just showed up and he's like, no, I like bought the island package from him. And then he showed up and he was like, Hey, you're going to be like the resident service person, which is AKA his bitch. But and you bought so the island. I bought an experience on an island and then he pays me back in money. Like all those plots so basically, of land you I buy sold. the album. Do you buy the, you, the album, you buy the package? Land, yeah. And then you have to work on the land to pay off the price. You yes. Pay. He is hot. He's a <laughs> fucking gangster. <laughs> this Tom Nook is a fucking and gangster. And then you get like these upgrades and then he'll like pay you back in different ways. And it's, it's like you, you this land dude with has the, the hustle. Of a fucking lifetime going. And then you could you get to choose from all these different islands. So I chose one with like a, a centered island with all the water around it. And I Oh, was, I know. Your island is dope. 
But so basically, so for those listening, Tom Nook is an allegory for the Federal Reserve. <laughs> um, my dad will get a kick out of that. Um, so, all right. So, but now, so before we got on the air just now, you then t- this is what Veronica does is like I won't see it for a couple days. Days. Yeah, like two <laughs> days will pass, and then she'd be like, "You want to take a look at my island?" And like, <laughs> so. So like, you know, and then we go on the island and now suddenly it's like she gets off the island or she 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 takes the switch and plugs it into the TV. And first and thing I'm pops up, airport. she's standing at the airport, which is it's an island, so it's an airport with one of those planes that lands on water or whatever. I can't yeah, remember the name off the, the top of that. Um so it's basically a dock. It looks like a ship a, yeah. a, a boat, you know, where you'd get a boat from yeah. it, but it's an airport instead. So she's standing out there and she's like, hold on. And she's wearing a hard hat because she'd been doing some construction, y'all. <laughs> and, and she's like, hold on, let me change real quick. Because my outfit changed, was real cute. And then, bam. And then she gets in the, and Okay. And then she switches into the shit that looks like she just, like, walked off a runway. <laughs> right? Which is exactly what you would expect from Veronica Z, host of Nerds of Luxury. Okay, so it was a black long sleeve. Uh, so so constructed it was a sweater with mm-hmm. short shorts and boots with hot pink boots yes, and hot, hot pink, pink sunglasses yes. to match and yeah. a bun with a ponytail. Yes. I was wearing my mask yep. until earlier. Yeah, she. Oh, that's yeah. another thing. Apparently, COVID nineteen does not. Es- you can't escape COVID nineteen in Animal Crossing mm-hmm. because you can wear a surgical mask. Yep. And so, at ninety five, in ninety five, in black and in white, in black, yes, which I have both of those colors. Yeah. Of course, so, of course you do. Of course, I have of both course colors. you do. So, a few days ago, like a week ago, she shows me, and she's gotten a new room on her house, just one extra room, and it was an extra room. And so I was like, oh, and she was like, what should I do with this room? I'm like, well, this is clearly your closet because Veronica had so <laughs> many clothes, so. She spends all. I'm sorry. What are the what are the bells? bells. Veronica be spending her bells <laughs> on, on outfits like Fits. this bitch. Like Fits. Right, like motherfucking. For so, a minute on Twitter, I was posting them outfits, but it took a lot. It took a lot. <laughs> you should because like she's she's guys. She really needs to get back to work because she is styling the fuck out of her character. Like styling her in ways where it's like, damn, like, like that's that's shit's kind of. Fun. Right I change there. outfits at least five times. Yeah, yeah. So, but so so she gets a new room. They're like, "Oh, I've got a new room." What should I'm like? Well, clearly it's a walk-in closet. So she hangs all the clothes up, and I'm ki- I'm not exaggerating when I tell you, wall to wall hangers <laughs> from floor to mannequins, ceiling, hangers. mannequins. Like she's the entire thing is like, I don't know what's the designer's name, like. I don't know all of them. I don't know. You, you look like you've got freaking um, Alexander, <laughs> Alexander McQueen's workshop in your house, <laughs> and and you're, so you're, and so but then like then a short time later, well, I figured out if you build a wardrobe, you built the wardrobe, and then you could store everything in it. We store everything in the wardrobe, and then because um, I was also running out of space in the house, right? Because they only allow you to right, hold right. on to so many things. So I was like, I do need to build. Another room. So you had to build the wardrobe. I had to build the wardrobe, and then I needed more space because I bought. So more. wait, how many how many rooms does your house have now? Three, three. Plus, you have a museum. I have a museum, and you have an aquarium. Well, that is inside the. So the museum, the museum is an aquarium. 
you could see butterflies and you could see um I mean the shit is fly. Like she took I mean, and she dinosaurs. Took me, it took like it took like a half an hour for me to for her to give me a tour of the fucking museum and aquarium. Like Yeah. And then so you can see butterflies and dinosaurs and um fish. Um and then there's a tackle shop which you can right. buy like those little racist Tommy and Timmy, who follow you around like you're fucking. It's like being in the south. Right. Well, but those you fish two little. A lot. Well, no, those two little. Well, you know, when you walk into the little nooks cranny yeah, thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. and those two little raccoons are yeah. like, hey, 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 how oh, can yeah, I help no, you? And they're like following you around. Yeah, they think they you're definitely are following because I was like, why? Is, I wonder, why are they? I wonder, doing this? I wonder if it's because your character's black and I it was a white know. character. They'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're doing. I don't know, but it's like they're right up under. They're like, hey, hey, and you're like, uh. I just pushy salespeople. You got pushy, gotta, fucking, pushy salespeople. fucking salespeople. And then I built the city hall. Right. Uh, you have city hall. Right. And Isabel is there. You have a pretty respectable city taking shape. I have a three star. Right. You have, I mean, and your, and your little private property is pretty well put together and is very posh. You have a not, lot of nice amenities out on the lawn and mm-hmm. uh, like you've got like a, a, a hot a tub. And, yeah, you, and, and then, and then, and you've done all this by planting crops and fishing. Is that really the main <laughs> planting way? Fr- crops, fishing, um, selling things, going to other islands? But when you say selling things, selling things that because you can caught. make things. So, so you make things and then you sell them. You can do like there's there's a bunch of you can catch butterflies. There's this guy that shows up between five p.m. and five a.m. that you can sell insects to for one and a half times the regular price. So I catch a lot of wasps because they're like ridiculous wasp and I mean those white Anglo-Saxon Protestants oh oh you mean wasp like real <laughs> Jesus I mean you know I know the they wasp. like you and then there's scorpions I actually dug up an entire island to to catch a scorpion and scorpion hunting is a big thing turnip uh, gathering is another like I'm finding out about this whole secret world I think what's the most interesting <laughs> about it is is everyone's complaining about like I'll go on Twitter at like 4 a.m. And people are like, how do I get this person off my island? They're so ugly. Or Wait, how do I? Because you could just stay on someone's island. No, no, like you get characters. Oh, the characters, the right. characters that come to your island. And luckily, I've had like pretty cool ones, except that fucking Benedict. Benedict. You don't like Benedict. I don't fucking like Benedict. But I don't even understand what you don't like about Benedict. Just sleeps all the time. He just no, falls, like, he's a narcoleptic. <laughs> he just Benedict, falls asleep while you're talking to Benedict him. Benedict is um, rude. He's that's why I kept talking to him. Are you sure he's rude, or are you? Are you? He just might be just narcoleptic and he's no, just no, fucking, like he'll say like little attention. rude shit. But so is Caesar. Like Caesar's so cute, but Caesar says rude things. And Caesar, by the way, if you need a character from a video game that encapsulates Cedro, our Oh, our who normal. looks and looks, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Caesar is what a big. Uh, I think he's a gorilla. He's a gorilla, he's but so he cute. wears overalls. Does he have like? Or no, does he, have a gym? he has a gym jacket. He looks like a bouncer. <laughs> he does have. That, and then that, when yeah. you showed him to me, he was standing outside of his house, like he was bouncing at his, <laughs> his house. <own> house. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yo, this but the th- inside of his house is so posh because he has a piano. Mm-hmm. He's got a beautiful. Like I posted on Twitter, it's like a guy. A great kitchen. Wait, but isn't there another guy who has a grand piano? 
um, hippo. 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 And a king size bed. And a king size bed. Yeah. This yeah. is what I've been doing, y'all. So this so is why you can I see, you, right? I mean, even is... me just watching it over her shoulder, basically. <laughs> you see how much I've picked up. And and it's it, it's like I'm in a weird space right now because, like I told you, like mm. I I'm I'm hunting for that that four or five hour a day distraction. Yeah. And I don't like, like I have lots of music projects and shit that I could work, like I can work on and stuff like that for clients and for myself. I do the ones for my clients and then I don't want to really do the other ones. Mm -hmm. I just don't, it's, I'm just not in that space yet. Yeah. And I think it's because I, I don't know how this is going to, how long this is going to last. And I'm scared to open a can of worms and then not be able to finish finish it. But I like I told you like I'm like well maybe since we have the switch maybe I should like I I really miss baseball right now mm-hmm. because we've had our opening day what would have been opening day yeah. and, and and now we're missing games and and you know from this I've done this every year for the last six years this is my seventh season coming up and and it's pretty much a large portion of my life and it's it was a dream come true when I got the job and it we won the world series last year and we were supposed to have our ring ceremony this weekend. And so I miss baseball and I've considered getting RBI baseball, but I'm like, there is no fucking way that I will ever get enough time on it because Veronica is always playing animal crossing. So now I'm like, do I have to buy it? Yes. Because but I Kat, shouldn't buy a Switch. I should buy a PlayStation so should, I can play MLB. Uh, what you want to play. Right. Well, Cause actual- it's funny because Kat and Ken actually have separate switches. So many people have gone out right, and bought yeah. a second or the, the switch, the switch right. light, because there's switch and then there's switch so light. So a, a homegirl of mine posted this. What is there? What's the difference with the switch light? So the switch light, you can't take the okay, but you, you can't can only, put it. So you can't do it on the TV. No, it's handheld. But only. other than that, it's a switch. It's a switch. Hmm. It's handheld only. And and what's the difference in price for that? I think it's like two ninety nine. Whereas the switch was what five? Or four? No, no, the switch was three hundred. So this one was one ninety nine or something like that. Yeah, see, <laughs> but I would rather you get MLB. Well, but see here, but and then and then here comes the conundrum with that. Mm-hmm. So they announced right now that's currently been a PlayStation only game, I believe. Mm-hmm. MLB the Show for like ever. They had an exclusive yeah. deal, and it's the best one. It's the most. It's it's base. It's the sim game for baseball. There are other baseball games, but like RBI baseball is pretty good. But it they they're more arcadey like games. This is meant MLB's. The show's meant to be the simulator, like mm-hmm. baseball simulator. So if you're really, really into baseball, that's the one you want to play. Mm-hmm. Um, they lost, I don't know if they lost it, but or it expired, but their exclusivity, the PlayStation's ex- exclusivity to the game expires at the end of this year. So next year, 2021, it will be on Switch, it will be on X, it'll be on all these other platforms. And it's like, okay. So I really like the Switch because I love the Nintendo universe. Mm-hmm. I always have. But like if I get the Switch, I got to basically play RBI for right now. And now, if I get RBI, can I put it on your Switch so I can play it on the TV? Yeah. So we can have it on both Switches? Or do we have to Do I have to lo- buy... If you get... Your own switch? Yes, but but no, I'm saying if I get my own switch, but my, if I get the switch light mm-hmm. and it's installed on the switch light, yeah, you can't. There's then no way I can't you can put it on, on the TV. TV. I can't get a cartridge of some kind. No, babe, this is not the '90s. I didn't. I I don't know. <laughs> okay, 
<laughs> I didn't know if there was a way. No, the where... cartridges now, you see my pinky? Right. I that's know. how big they are. And that's what I'm saying is I can't get it where I could pull that out, put it in yours if I want to play on the big TV. Probably, but it would go under my stats. I don't give a fuck about... What do you mean stats? Like, you know how like, you were playing Mario Kart under uh-huh. my name and you were like, I'm not getting any fucking credit. And it's because you kept driving under my name. <laughs> my account. So you're saying that if I played it on there, I couldn't continue my season on it. Mm-mm. Yeah, because that all that data will be on the other one. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Guess you're getting a Switch. <sighs> <laughs> Shout out to everybody who's been delivering shit. For real, yeah. like um, all, all y'all out there on the front lines, like some of y'all. And please st- tip your your food people. But and man. some of y'all still be fucking up, like like with our place. Like, god damn it, read the address. Like it's posted above the door. I'm I've already picked up numerous packages that are delivered to other doors in the building that have just. I know, I know, I know you have a difficult job, but damn it, like. Like, well, I think a lot of our regular people are out. Right. Well, yeah, that too. A lot that of our right, like I don't think I've seen our regular post office guy, the Asian guy I haven't seen, and I think our FedEx guy is still the same. Yeah, but the thing is, is that you get those guys once a day, mm-hmm. right? And then, and then you get the supplemental deliveries, like especially the Amazon related ones. You get the Prime guys, you get yeah. the third party guys who have yeah. their own trucks, their yeah. own cars. They're doing it. Some of them are doing it out of their fucking regular car, and and those people, they're in, they don't care. They're in such a hurry, like they just drop it wherever they fucking. They don't, they you know don't who care. I haven't? It just dawned on me. Like I've I've been thinking about them, but it, it hasn't dawned on me is how the Uber, Uber industry is industry or the uber lyft kind yeah, of the, the ride share the ride sharing industry yeah. like how they're faring because well they're not didn't you get in a, a uber kind of within february well okay so i have mistakenly thought that they had stopped doing them here they had stopped doing them in new york i believe like they had banned like in some of the early places where they were like no no that's you've got to stop we've got to stop that they've banned all card share car car yeah. services um yeah, I mean, it's got to be tough. Not, not only that, like, even if you're out there driving around looking for a fare, if you could, nobody's going anywhere. So there's no one, you know what I'm saying? There's no one to pick up and take anywhere because no one is going anywhere. Um, mm-hmm. it's, save, like, if you got to go to the laundromat or something like that, like, where the fuck are you going? You know, you see everybody on Twitter and they're like, oh, it's really been the service people, the service mm-hmm. people. Those are the, and I'm just kind of like, yeah, we've been saying this. Like, right, we, sure. We've, I mean, it's not been out of the norm for me to be like, everybody should do a, two years of service of, of some sort of like retail, restauranting, something, banking. Well, it could be anything. Well, but you're saying that as like, just like a, something you should do for character purposes. Yeah. Clinton, I think, or Bill Clinton was like the first person to propose this in the 90s, but he, he proposed like a two-year period when you graduate high school where you do service for two years. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I remember him talking about Right, and where you get into some sort of job or do something that is like beneficial to the public. Mm -hmm. Either you in the Peace Corps or whatever. Basically modeled after the Peace Corps, but a a domestic Peace Corps. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a brilliant idea. And then the idea was you do that for two years and then you go to, then you're able to go to college for free. Mm -hmm. By doing that and completing that two years, that gives you the money you need. It's basically, it was, they they named it, they called it like the, they named it after the GI Bill, which Mm -hmm. that's the same premise the 
military has with the GI Bill. You serve in the military, and then you get to go to college. Um, Which I always thought was in the back of my head, like, it's like, not everyone's cut out to go to the military. Right, and a lot, but a lot of countries have programs like this. Like, like, anyway, you don't have to worry about that in your Animal Crossing universe because it appears everything's taken care of. Um, All the I's are dotted, T's are crossed. It's only getting more majestic. It's only getting more fabulous. Yeah, of as time goes on, and I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what it looks like next week when huh. we are still here. <laughs> well, hopefully Benedict will be gone. Hopefully, <laughs> she's trying to foreclose on Benedict. <laughs> she don't like Benedict. Well, you can go complain <laughs> to Isabel about any islander that oh, you Oh, Isabel, don't like. Isabel. Yeah, that's the <laughs> what is that? Human resources? Who is that? Is what is Isabel's that little dog that sits out the corner? Wait, so Isabel is the one that you go to? She's like the discipline. Wait, what, what yeah, is her job? Yeah, she, she's the island like rep- snitch. She's like pretty much, <laughs> like Isabel handles shit. Like she Isabel does to, the morning announcements. It's what she goes and tells Tom Nook what's going on. No, or she handles she it. She handles it. Like herself. she, she was like, oh, she, oh, she was like, oh, Benedict's being rude. Don't worry, I'm gonna go say what I have to say to him. A lot of things can just be said with a smile, and they'll be said right. And I was like, I like this bitch. Isabel is a gay icon, by the way. Yeah, really, she is a, a gay icon. I learned I, that. Oh, how, I, she shows so. There has been something along the way that has indicated that she is gay. I, I think it's just... Or is she an icon amongst the gays? Both? I'll have but to look she, into it. I'll I'll have an update next time. Okay. Because there might be a backstory here about Isabel that we don't know. Because I do see a lot of um, cosplay girls doing <laughs> Isabel, but now it makes more sense. Oh, you know, it might be the puppy thing because she looks like a puppy dog. And, you know, like that's a fetish for some people. Okay. All right. Um, we'll, be we'll, right. We'll, we'll, we'll be right, we'll be right back. back. <laughs> this podcast is produced and recorded at Depth Charge Studios in Alexandria, Virginia. If you're a recording artist, musician, or producer in need of affordable, world-class audio production services and an inspiring studio space for your project, Depth Charge Studios is the place to create in the DMV. For more information, visit DepthCharge.com. That's D-E-P-T-H-C-H-A-R-G-E.com. I don't know how many of you keep up with the fabulous Naomi Campbell, but my wife, uh, I think a week ago, we have a chalkboard in our kitchen. Mm Mm-hmm. And Veronica, one day, one morning I woke up from, you know, from my quarantine bliss. I really wished that, like, if there was an option to, like, just, can I just sleep for, like, the next two yeah. months and then wake up? Like, yeah, that would be. That would be great. Yeah. Um, but I woke up and, and on the blackboard was in big letters. And I, I mean, I think with multiple colors yes. and multiple layers. Mm-hmm. It just said, Naomi Campbell warned us. Mm-hmm. And what she's referring to are videos. That Naomi Campbell posts on her YouTube feed. <laughs> I don't know. Do you want to call her a germaphobe? Do you believe it's it's germaphobe level? She says on her video, I don't care what people think about me. You can call me a germaphobe or whatever. But I fly a lot and I do this on every plane. Right. And I've never gotten sick. Has um, it only... But but have the has she only... She doesn't just do this on planes, though. I've seen her cleaning like... All kinds of shit, right? She cleans other shit like restrooms, like that she's using. She wipes a lot all of that people. Shit I, I wouldn't call it 
germophobic. They're just hyper, hyper hyper aware hyper of aware nastiness of, of other right, people. Yeah. She's traveled the world. She's been in some places, so I'm like, sure. So like two, I don't know, a couple months before this pandemic broke out. No, 2019. Yeah, no, so 2018. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. But what I'm saying is you showed it to me. I saw it for the first time a few months ago. Mm-hmm. So, um, but we had been watching this and, and so she has a one of them and it's become actually very popular since the pandemic because everyone was kind of pointing to it um after the pandemic broke out like oh shit she was on to something mm-hmm. um she has one very popular video where she bores she I think she's going to like she's flying like Qatar Airways or something mm-hmm. she's going to like she's going to like the Middle East or somewhere she's going somewhere uh where it's a long ass flight and she's flying first class and she walks up the uh, you know, when you fly first class and you're famous, they you walk out on the tarmac, people. Mm-hmm. You don't board with the rest of the the, the, well, the, the normals. Regulars. Yeah, you don't mm-hmm. board with the normals. So she gets on. She gets into her her. If you've ever flown first class on an international flight, like it's a cubicle, like it's 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 a totally different flying mm-hmm. experience than flying coach. Um, not to say that I mean coach the coach experience international is pretty good like yeah. they have a big chairs now and they give you a lot yeah. of space international flights long flights like our flight to hawaii that seating was pretty good it wasn't mm-hmm. terrible um but she literally goes in pulls out her bag and goes in her bag she, this lovely beautiful goddess has a kit of cleaning supplies and she literally cleans the entire Everywhere. space and lectures you the whole time on why she's doing so. And the whole time we are watching, I'm like looking at this. And I think there'd be some people that look and be like, wow, this is kind of paranoid, but she's, and she's talking through it with you. Like justifying, like, look, I make my, this is how I make my living. I fly a lot. I cannot afford to get sick. Mm -hmm. I cannot afford to get off this plane and not be my best. Mm -hmm. These people are paying me a lot of money to show up at this place and be my very best. Mm -hmm. And, the when that video ended, I remember turning to to you, and we both in unison were both like, "I ain't mad at her." No, at all. We, no. we both started laughing because we were like, "I am not mad at her. This makes total sense." And now it makes even more, more sense, sense because you're you're like, "Wow, she." Because I mean, we all know. I think I talked about it last time. The one time I ever got the flu mm-hmm. was off was coming on, on on a plane. My sister suspects has been in quarantine for three weeks, Mm -hmm. suspects that she has COVID-19. Their doctors suspect that she has COVID-19. No tests. So we don't know. Mm. Thanks everybody. So no tests, but she's been, she can't taste, she can't smell. And she's, but anyway, where did she think, where did she get it? She got on a plane. She flew back on a plane two days before the shit hit the fan Mm -hmm. two days before Trump's speech. So and, and weren't they saying like someone was coughing on the plane? A yeah, lot? someone was hacking, like hacking on a plane. And, and you hear, but you, you hear that all the time. Like, think about how many times you're on a plane, like before all this happened. <laughs> but that's what, and that's what Naomi Campbell was saying. Right. She was like, "I don't take my mask off." Yes, she's oh, like, she also had the mask. She on. had the mask yep. on, and she was like, "Because as soon as you start descending or ascending." She was like, the pressure makes everyone in the cabin start hacking yeah, and coughing. Right, the and change she was pressure, like, the right. change in pressure. And and you're watching this, and I was like, okay, that explains so much. Because in my head, I'm doing mental check, check, check. Because even when I flew, I had all my wipes. I had, yeah. you know, I wiped down my whole spot, even though I ended up sitting by myself. Right. 
um, in that section, but it was just kind of like... Because Veronica flew back from Houston two days before. No, it was like a week before. A week before. Yeah. But it was already like... People were already canceling. Right. Like they had... They started doing major cancellations. Yeah. You came back on a Tuesday, like that Wednesday and yeah. Thursday, things started... Really, dominoes started yeah. falling. Because my mom barely got back right. home. But even when I flew out, I had a road of my... Well, I ended up moving because some dirty old man didn't catch a fucking hint. Um, so I moved and, and got a road of myself. And then even flying back home, I had a road of myself. There were maybe... Maybe 20, 30 people on a flight. One... Direct right. flight from Houston to DC, which is usually packed. Like I mean, I think I time. said it to I mentioned it to you today. Like we're right by the airport. Like you see, <laughs> we barely see planes. Like we're we're Here's literally the... we're seeing a plane every few minutes. Yeah. Or, and when at, when at peak times, they're landing or taking off every forty five seconds. Yep. But I mean, not now. Like 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 it's. It, I mean, it's cool. It's quiet. You can hear all the birds and everything. Yeah, there's a couple of days where I looked over your shoulder, that fucking bird outside. Yeah. That was being, really, and I was like, where the fuck did this bird come from? And he was like, he was, he's been there He forever. was always there. He's always been there, Veronica. You just couldn't hear him now. over the barbershop chatter. Yeah, right. And the children, and the children sc- screaming outside. And all and the, the cars. Pa- and the planes. And the guy revving the antique car I mean, we are in a We are in a city and... And it is silent. When you go, especially you oh, like you take the I'll take the dogs across the street to to use the restroom at like nine o'clock at night, and it is a ghost town. Nobody's it is outside. so creepy out there. Like, Nobody, and it's it's creepy, but then it's also beautiful because it's early spring and mm-hmm. mid spring, and it's everything's in bloom and the stuff smells good. And yeah. Anyway, so uh, we got a special guest um, on the. F- I, I think we're about to get her on the phone right now um let's see if we have her hold on so we are now here with the lovely and beautiful and amazing allison lane she Ooh. is at ali blah blah on twitter Wait, and blah blah yeah ali, ali blah, blah, blah blah okay i was making sure on twitter not alibaba no not alibaba not not the inspired, but not right, not right. No, i get it i get it, it not the great <laughs> chain of chinese super wholesale shit that goes on but like blah blah um <laughs> So does that mean she likes to yak? Just, you, you like to talk? Is that what that she means? She likes to talk a lot. She likes to talk a smidge, a little bit. I mean, if you if you are fortunate enough to already follow Allison online or on especially Instagram, my favorite thing to do is to follow her shenanigans when I'm at work on Friday and she's <laughs> off or in, or going into work. And she's just giving me all the tea on the boys and the drinks and the music and the fits. And I'm just like, yes. And then the next morning, she's like, bitch, went to Jumbo Slice, threw a pizza at somebody. And I'm about that life. You know what's funny, though? It's not even my fault. I really don't try to attract this bullshit. Like, the one thing I think you can definitely agree with me on is that when you work in the general public, I'm sorry for the clacking. I'm making a cocktail right now. Yay! Oh, wow. Um, we're, we're drinking cocktails Yay! right now. So join us. Let's get drunk. Let's get, let's get this popping. I just made a vodka martini because yes. I'm a bad bitch. Um, so I, um, the thing that when you work in like with the public is that you never are what you attract. I don't mean to attract bullshit all the time. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's like sometimes I just go out and I'm like, why are you like this, people? Why is the earth like this? There were several, literally millions of other people. I live in Washington, D.C. There's 
millions of other people you could have fucked with, but you all chose me today. Yeah. And yeah. I'm just I'm just going with it. I'm just I'm just going with the flow. I think that comes, yeah. that comes with being in your 30s and like just kind of coming into it and just being like, I'm going to just take today for what it is. And if 18 motherfuckers want to come at me ugly, I'm going to come ugly 18 times. And that's just how it is. That's I don't know if it's it like is. a 30. Uh, do you mean like the calmness? Uh, yeah, the calmness the of it all. Because in 20, well, I, I would have... my whole life. No, no. In 20, <laughs> I, I definitely would have hawked something. I definitely would have tried to, you know. Yeah, you're definitely more zen now about it than yeah, you definitely. Yeah, why can speak to that? Yeah. <laughs> you're definitely more, yeah, that's, that's some life experience. You're more equipped with dealing with the bullshit. You're just like, all right, well. Well, it's also like. That's not about me anymore. Bell cuts <laughs> into luxury shopping. Um, mm-hmm. Bail is very expensive. Bail stays on Bale. things, so it's just kind of like bail or boots. Bail well. or boots. And so so you tough. work with the general public, Allie. What? Yeah. Um. Are, so I guess that means you haven't been working. I haven't. How, I've not. How, how How are you holding up? I'm actually taking this as a Corona vacation. Okay. Coronacation. Coronacation. So like the. Like yes, it's California. <laughs> it's like Californication <laughs> by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Something like that. Yeah. But I also thought Californication has some subtle, very weird drug-induced uh, it, sex It overtones. usually is yeah. with them. Doesn't it? Yeah. Like, like, they seem like fucked up. Like, yeah. they oh, yeah. Socks dicks, I, like, yeah, the socks, know, I mean, socks on their dicks. There come, you go. On, come on, right. <laughs> LSD. come on. LSD. Dick socks. I mean, very, very, very noted and, like, very famous heroin habits that were in that room. <laughs> Very famous heroin habit. Give it away, give it away, give it they away. They were giving it away, all right. Also, also, about their dick socks. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> so this coronation. Um, <laughs> but this coronation, honestly, it was, it's been interesting. I, it was really nice the first week because I, I work in restaurants. I opened up two restaurants between October and whatever month this is. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and, yeah. I'm April. tired. I'm just, I was like so tired. So I was like, cool. Week off, bitch. You yeah. getting it out here. Yeah. And I did that. And then the second week I was like, okay, so, um, guess <laughs> I'll start cleaning. <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. Guess I'll start cleaning. And then my birthday happened. Now yes. the thing about my birthday is that I'm an Aries. I'm a true Aries. Everything is like fire party. Let's do this. <laughs> Bad decisions. Cool. We're going to make this. Okay. Right. So like, it was going <laughs> to, it's just kind of like, I'm like a, a roll of the punches, kind of like super fun kind of person, but I always have people to feed that off of. And especially around my birthday, like my birthday is like, it's truly my new year's. Like, mm-hmm. so it was, it was hard, but then it really wasn't. <laughs> so we were, di- know, we like, were distancing at that point, right? It was mandatory. You yeah. couldn't see anybody by, by the, that yeah, point. my birthday was on the 31st. Okay. So yeah. It was, right. So only a few days It was days on ago. Tuesday. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. on Tuesday. And it was, I'm really fortunate that I have like friends and shit, but like they threw me like a, a surprise, like. I Google saw your feed. It was party. so cute. That it was, was that really was, Your cute. friends are the best. Yeah. Your friends. It was I cute. Yeah. Su- I had like people surprising with like, like a, so I had people surprising with um like a, like a champagne bottle and like cookies and stuff at my front door. And yeah. then like, we were like six feet apart and like dancing and they had like speakers and stuff. It was really nice. Aww. And then I had another group of friends that like threw me like a surprise, like Google groups party. Like, so like we we're all like on video. I, I thought it was going to be one person and it turned out to be like 
15 people. That's and awesome. And this like Google shot. So it was like really, really nice. So I, I personally, I'm, I'm very blessed to have built a community for myself, but I can't imagine like, I did. Oh my gosh! No. I feel for those or people. Also, right like, now. if I sucked, like, what would? Happen? Right. <laughs> and I, and and I like, had by the... the time, like, by the time I was at like the the little surprise party, the 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 Google chat party, I was hella lit. Like, I'm oh, yeah. drunk as shit. Yeah. And like, that was the first thing I said. I was like, I'm so glad that like I'm not a terrible person, and they're just yes. looking at me like, okay, bitch. Like, we know. Right. Well, so, so <laughs> like, someone, someone did say it's. I hope you wake up crying or something like that. Yeah. Go to sleep crying, and you were like, "I know, right?" And I was just like, "Oh God!" It's like <laughs> Allison and I could not have completely opposite like March birthdays, where I was like, "Let me be alone." Yeah, because Veronica's was on the fifteenth, so and yeah. I just mm-hmm. want a dinner and champagne. Yes, my and feed me, and can you bring me all the chocolate? Like I literally don't want to do mm-hmm. anything, and so. That happened, and then but I was we have, like, "We oh. have someone on. We have someone on our pod. Normally, our our one of our podcast co-hosts, Montego. He's he celebrate his birthday is Super Huge. Bowl every year. Yeah. So like, yeah. if if you're accustomed to doing that, I can imagine because I'm not. I'm forty. I'm forty five. So at, I, I, once I hit thirty, like birthdays became less something I wanted to speak about per se. Um, So like, I don't really do it, but like he is like, he pulls out all the stops and he has all kinds of, he's had some of the best parties we've been to have been his birthday parties. So like, if this were to happen, if that were to, and if it sounds like you're one of those kind of people and like this could, that's a devastating, that could have been devastating for your mental health. Like last year was, last year was my Jesus year, 33. I had, I think, seven birthday parties. Yes, you did. <laughs> I so watched every day all of the week was represented of your I birthday week. I watched all of them. I lived for I that birthday like, week. I was like, yes, bitch. Seven fucking birthday. <laughs> that's when I was like, all right, don't nobody else say happy birthday to me, but like, please say happy birthday to me. Yes. There was outfits every week. I had a club. I had like... I had an art gallery birthday yes. party. It was yes. crazy. You had an art gallery? Yes. I had yes. an art gallery birthday party. I didn't even like really spend. So here's the thing. Somebody was like, yo, we're having this birthday party for like maybe two other people. Like, do you want to hop in? So like, I don't even know how this happened. I just had an art gallery birthday party. And that was party number one that day. I had two more birthday parties that day. <laughs> So, so you had costume changes. You had wardrobe changes. No, 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 no. Oh, I you hit, you hit them all. You were like, "Fuck it, I'm doing." I was this. like, "Listen, this is this is. Okay. I mean, what you gonna do? It's my birthday." So that's what I'm saying. Like, I need to find that nice medium between myself and Allison next year, right? If we ever get out, because go ahead. I'm sorry. No, because I just I I feel like I should do something a little bit more than sit in my house because I have fly outfits. Like, I have very fly outfits. You do. Thank you. But it's just kind of like... And you have having the shoe collection, honey. And the shoe, the shoes are just, whew. But I'm like, yeah, okay, I just... Yeah, them. the shoe, yes. I can I just, vouch for but the But I just shoes. need to find somewhere just like, just, just enough where I'm like, not... Not dinner, not lunch, not br- like dinner. Like, hey, let's all get together around five thirty. We've done a couple. We did. A, I, but I love a, a good five thirty because it's non-committal. Like, I can still get home at nine. Like, <laughs> you know, can I just say the most Pisces thing you just said was let's not have dinner. Like, who yeah. the hell has dinner? 
the last the last big one we did for oh, Veronica yeah, was the last big one we did for you was your thirtieth, right? Yes. That was your thirtieth where we went to the where we. No, that was my twenty ninth. Oh, that was your twenty ninth. Yeah, that was my twenty. That was seven. Oh my god. Yeah, that was my twenty ninth. Okay. All right. Well, we knew we knew people, and just yeah. let's say I never drank rose again. Yeah. Yeah, ever yeah. after mm. the twelfth bottle. So but let's be honest. Like as we get older, like it thirty four and three is like it was a throwaway year. Mm-hmm. I really wasn't planning on doing anything anyway. So fuck it. I don't know. This this whole year might be a throwaway year. That's that's kind of a. <laughs> That's this year right here, now. this 2020 might, we might just be just crossing this whole thing off. I, like, I, you know what? Let's forget that. Let's just forget that never happened. I, I say fuck it. Cause we were supposed to do a lot this year too. And I'm just like, eh. oh, this year was going to be incredible. I had so much stuff on the, on the calendar. We were going to be in Paris in a couple weeks. Like it was, it was <sighs> great. LOL to Paris. LOL bitch. LOL. My ass has been motherfucking living through Netflix. If it's got a French scene behind it, I'm watching it. If it's Listen. Eve Saint Laurent, if it's got a French fucking name behind it, I'm watching it right now. Oh, we going to Louvre? All right, I'm watching. We Beyonce. we baby. We out we, here. We watching Beyonce, Jay Z, all of it. Because I'm just like, mm-mm, mm-mm. y'all not gonna take this away from me. My sister in law's got me watching that damn Making the Cut show there in Paris. I'm like, oh, this was just what we were gonna do anyhow. Um, so I wanted to dive into your TV habits because I know you have very similar ones to mine. And I just want to know what oh. you've watched overall because I, I need to scream with you a little bit. I need to have black. I am. Time. I'm. I'm vacillating between a lot of like feelings and emotions as <laughs> I think most people are. Um, so I started out with a lot of House Hunters. Okay. Because it's my. <laughs> it's my list, and okay. you can play um, a lot of levels of Candy Crush while you're watching it. Appreciate um, that. Uh, so that's been kind of my priority with my watching right now. I started making the cut. Oh yeah, so good. I've I've watched it. I think it's quite interesting. Oh, I also finished the last eighteen seasons of Project Runway. What? I did not watch the ones with Kristen Siriano and what's her name yet? Because I don't really care. I and have Heidi a confession. Klum and Tim Dunn on there, so like I don't really care. I've never Who's seen that? that. I've never seen. You've Project, never seen Project I've Runway. Never watched Project Runway. I've I love never Project watched. Runway. My sister-in-law has for years tried to get me to watch. What's Project. the one you're watching now? That's making cut. the cut. Oh, that's making the cut. So making the cut, and, and that's actually pretty cool. I is think, you know. Heidi Klum and Tim Gunn? Yeah, who were on Project Runway? Runway. Right. That's why yeah, I thought it was pro- That's why I was like, wait a minute, this is this isn't Project. Yeah. Okay. So wait, why did they leave? So wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you have no context for what's actually happening with making the cut. I get it. it I, to Project Runway. I think it's just some bitchy move that Heidi and Tim did. I feel like this is I, like some sort of slap in the face to them, like never actually getting like actual people who can sew. Um, <laughs> you've seen episode one, right? Megan from yeah, Richmond. I, I want to beat the dog shit out of her. Like if I was see that, Megan the one who with the, the bow lady with the with the yeah. bow, the bitch with the bow, the b- bitch with the bows oh who don't sew. The bitch with the bows who don't sew. <laughs> like, when she pinned that shit together, oh, God. That I'm, shit was so funny. I can't. So, yeah, so I, I think that is, am I right? Is it like some sort sort of shadiness between, like, Tim Gunn and Heidi and Project Runway? No, I think it was an actual issue with uh, Tim Gunn, Heidi Klum, and Andy from Bravo. Oh, or- Something because like I know that they were on Lifetime for a while, 
and then they moved over, they moved back to Bravo to release and talk to. I think it's some network billionaire rich people bullshit. Oh. Um, so it's personal is what you're saying? <laughs> I think it's probably, I think there's some drama. I think there is some, some fashion drama. Oh. But I don't know. I don't actually know. Speaking of billionaires, one well, of my other list of things I'm watching is Married to Millions. Wait, what? Listen, so this show is some full bullshit. So it is, have you watched? No. I went through my whole, like, I went through my whole, like, 90 Day Fiance thing. Yes. Um, right. And Love is Blind, which is pretty great. Love is- <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get my mom love on is- the Love is Blind thing right now. Love is Blind was good. Um, 90 Day Fiance, I prefer things that are a little bit messier. So 90 Day Fiance was great. I watched that whole little franchise. And now I'm going to, like, these little off-brand bullshit shows that I think are TLC shows, but they're just showing up on my Amazon Prime. <laughs> yeah, they're... The, you, I hate to give them a plug, but, like, it, it's working. But, like, it's just, like, shit is going on. It's up. just so, how it happens. It just one plays right after the next. It's so. like, here, are you into something that's messy and, like, exploiting people for their bullshit? <laughs> yes. Here it is. We, so, think, like, we think you'll also like this bullshit. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, you're absolutely right. You're, Thank I, you. I... Um, I will take that. I will absolutely take a Tiger King. I absolutely oh will watch that God. shit. My mom called me hollering about motherfucking Tiger King. She was like, Carol killed that. Are you, are, so have you been watching it? <laughs> have you watched Tiger I King? I finished Tiger King. I did. Yeah. Okay. So I got 15 minutes in from watching and I was like, I, I have no interest in anything that happens to any of these people. <laughs> Like if they all got I eaten, I, I, I just, for whatever reason, there was something, whatever it is, there's something about my personality that just did not jibe with that. Like just didn't jibe with the entire, like, like, I, I don't care what, ha- I don't care what happens. I'm not interested. And I just walked away and then she's like, Oh, you're missing it. And I've periodically checked back in and was kind of peeking in and was still like, Nope, still not it. Nope. <laughs> Who killed someone kills it. Nah, still, Nope. Still don't care. Still don't care. The Sorry. <laughs> I got berated for two days by two separate people about watching it. And I was like, mm, okay. I won't berate so like, you. I'm not going to berate you or my wife for it. <laughs> I can just say no, no, somebody, it's just not for no, me for whatever else. reason. Someone else was doing it. Oh, right. I 100% agree. That was the only reason I watched it because for two days, and you know, I'm just stuck in the house anyway. Somebody's just like, hey, have you watched it yet? Have you watched it? I was like, mm, no. So then I started watching it and I was like, this, is a mockumentary. There's no way these right. people are real. I don't know if you've ever watched like yes, like yes. Do you watch like Tim, like the Tim and Eric or, show? Yes, or like Tim and Eric. Or, or like well, a, Spinal like Tap. Sp- Spinal Tap was like the Eric original mockumentary, yes. like the uh, mockumentary, like yes. that type. Yeah, like some like, bullshit like that, yeah. like some like Tim and Eric, or like Eric Andre, or like right. some sort of like absurdist, like this like LSD induced right. like humor. I was like, there's no way this shit is real. And, that shit and then when we so got to the wrong. fourth episode, I think that was the one with Carol Baskin killing her husband. Yep. And they had like the news articles and like the old Dateline episodes. And I was like, okay, I'm having an anxiety attack because this <laughs> is <laughs> Can I tell you when I figured I out like- it was real? When Saf's <laughs> arm got bitten off by a tiger and that motherfucker went in and changed into a motherfucking EMT bomber smoking a motherfucking <laughs> cigarette with a goddamn gun hanging out and Saps went back to work seven days later and and I I'm just like movie. what the f-? and I was like oh this is real this is real and then I watched the rest of it but when that motherfucker sat at Travis's funeral 
and said when Travis would come over there and put them balls on my shoulder and <laughs> I fucking such a such a beautiful it. tribute actually so beautiful beautiful tribute beautiful tribute thank you because his mother looked horrified she looked horrified the whole time with she that wound it back. She was like, she was like, Wise, come over here. You got to see this. Not, no, no, seriously. And I was like, is it that tight? She's like, just come here. You have to see this. And I played that shit back. And he said, Travis, come over there and put them balls on my shoulder. He do nothing in the world made me happier than them balls. And I fell out because I was like, this is some troll level shit that he is doing right now. He's trolling Carol. He troll. He got two heterosexual men to fall in love with him. Like he, that man. Other man's running a cult. I mean, he's I mean, they're, kind they're of running a cult. A cult. That honest. is a cult. It's very. They're, they're all a cult. Let's yeah. be honest. Carol Baskins has a cult. Yeah. Fucking Bhagavan has a cult. That other new man, the man that came in with the Hummer, like yes. out of nowhere yes. for no reason, yes. like with the skeleton, like crazy. Oh my god! Like it's it's all a cult. I, I think the question that we're like we keep missing with Tiger with Tiger King is how much mess is too much mess. <laughs> I keep I can't stress it enough. Like we keep forgetting, you know, how much mess is too much mess. But it wasn't just and, fucking meth. It was meth and guns. Like. Meth and guns. And then and then I mean, this, all this bullshit happened. We're completely glossing over the fact there was like six. At least a third of an episode about how they talked about like stuffing animals with like drugs yes. and trafficking drugs, but like yes. that wasn't even like nobody's talking about that. No one's talking no, about Carol that. Told, no, Carol Baskin killed her husband. LOL. He said, "Of course she fed him to a tiger. Of course she did. <laughs> Bitch, she did money. I get it. I under I understand where she's coming from. I didn't say it was right, but we stuffed tigers with what they were running drugs the- in exotic animals. Yes." Okay, yes. that's that's the first interesting thing that I've heard yeah. about the show to me. Exactly. That's, and that's crazy. I and it's deep. Why people it's aren't deep talking about that. There. It's like serious. It's the entire time, they're running drugs and animals. Exotic animals. My fucking social t- media timeline was like one third fucking posts about Tiger King. And I'm mm-hmm. like, and I, no one said a word about running drugs and fucking inside exotic animals. Nope. That was like the most interesting part. You know, the whole thing is about this exotic animal part. And it's these war. I didn't know they were running dope in them. That's, a, yeah. that's a, no, I didn't know that. I just thought that they were. <laughs> Travis, <laughs> Travis wouldn't let his husbands leave the park. Like they were stuck. So that explains the paranoia. Then. Yeah. Okay. Like now he, okay. he just right. like, and then with the bunnies and like okay. when he was rolling in those fucking music videos. The motherfucking right. music videos, yeah. <laughs> like so. He's much. basically he's just he's he's using the 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 park as a front for a fucking drug operation, yeah. and he's yeah. using the videos. He's trying. He's using all this stuff, the music videos, everything else, to just as as some sort of claim to legitimacy that mm. this thing that this business he's running is actually legit and not. But in reality, the whole time it's he's really running. just a front yeah. for okay. Yeah, it's all about drugs. Okay. And trafficking people. Yeah, lots of sex trafficking. Lots of sex trafficking. Like... What's his name? Doc... Um, what's his name? Doc McStuffin. Doc Ample. Doc McStuffin? <laughs> Doc McStuffin. Get out of here. <laughs> Doc McStuffin. He's stuffing those girls full of fucking uh, that shit. Um, that, mm. 
that uh, the girl who said she woke up or she just doesn't remember consenting to getting breast implants. And she was one of the like gypsy girls at one of the tiger zoos. And I was just kind of like, this is where cults just thrive in this kind of exotic animal, sex, rock and roll, ugly old man, meth-induced haze type bullshit. Because I was like, you couldn't pay me to get some titties stuffed in my breast right now. Well, they didn't pay her anything because they were paying her, what, like $100 like every three months? <laughs> so what so else they- have you been watching? <laughs> <laughs> what else? So I watched that. I watched the thing. I'm watching a lot of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. See, which I, is I controversial never, to me. I never got into it. Everyone's... That's because they're they're incredibly racist. It's, I have no idea why I'm watching it. Okay, so I because I watched the first season and Wise was like, just skip it. And I was like, well, no, I can't. I have to watch it in order to understand why certain things are funny. You don't. And I just kept watching. And finally, around season two, early on, I just gave up and I never went back to it. And I and I commend anyone who can who can watch that show. I don't get like, it. Yeah, it's a great show for playing Candy Crush. Okay, I so don't know. It out. I mean, shit is happening, but there's also like a thousand episodes. I think there's like thirteen seasons. Are they still on? And one thing that are like highly bingeable. Yeah, they're still on the air. Yeah, but like anything that's like of like value or that I'm actually interested in, um, high maintenance. I don't know if you're watching that on HBO. Mm-mm. So good. High Maintenance is about this weed dealer. I don't know what his name is. Nobody knows what his name is. I don't think it's ever mentioned in any episode. <laughs> uh, it's on HBO. And it's just like these adventures of this guy, like, riding around New York on his bicycle and selling weed. Okay. He's white. So that's... <laughs> He's invincible. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, He's white, so he, therefore that's, invincible. That's, that's, the, color, that's so, the color you want to be if you're riding around New York City selling weed, I actually. Like, I was going to say, that's why he has four seasons. So wow. Because like, if his that, name uh, was Habib, Tyrone, or Mario... No, this is be a, this is three episodes and canceled all of a sudden. This would have been like, oh, <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, that, that show's actually really good. But, yeah, I'm just waiting to see, if, you know, what else comes out. I think Insecure comes back on next week, so... All right, you ready for Lisa? Yeah. I'm so that's all I've been doing out here. And you're still working out? I am. Good. It's been a struggle. My thighs are killing me right now. What did you... I walked... You, I saw you, huh? you walk like a slave the other day, like 16 miles. <laughs> it like, was 10. It was... It, and, it, uh, it looks like forever. I haven't walked more than two miles any day. <laughs> well, I kind of have to. Like, again, I used to work in restaurants, so like I'm used yeah. to walking no less than what, like... Five miles. to ten miles. So, yeah. so, a day? so, do you wear it? Do you wear like a fitness tracker typically? I I actually got myself like a really fun um, fitness fanny pack for my phone. Yay! So, how many so, steps would you take typically at work? Like on a work day, like would your step count? Twenty, twenty thousand. Wow, steps a day. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so I went from twenty thousand to seven hundred. So, like, I need to find some balance. <laughs> So it's, it's like three, there, like three trips to the bathroom in the kitchen and back, and that's Been, it. If you got, if I can post my smart tracker online right now, and people would be scared for me. Like there have been days where, like you've you've done three hundred steps, and it's like, 
walked across the street, took the dogs to piss, and you don't even do that. I don't even do that. So it's just kind of. I'm like, still getting my 8,500 yeah. in. That's my 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 goal is set at 8,500. That's my like Damn. baseline. Like if I can get to 8,500, that means I've had a solid. That means that well, because I'm a studio rat. So if yeah, there if I'm not constant, if I'm not doing stuff, I'm gonna end up at five six thousand. I'm not gonna ever get back. So I have to, if, unless I actually, you know, make a, take a moment to actually go out and walk, like I'm never going to get over five or 6,000. I don't understand how people do it. Like I, I honestly just started getting up and walking. Cause I'm like, I don't understand. Oh, I guess I walked more than that this week. But anyway, I, um, I'm just not, a, I can't sit down. <laughs> I don't know what to do with myself. It's so crazy. I honestly think I might go like insane if I like honestly if I sit like by myself and not because of like the solitary like the solitude. Being by myself is fine. Right. The fact that I'm not moving my body is just like right. what the fuck am I supposed to do with it? Yeah. Right. That's what we were before you got on. That's one of the things we talked about. Is it's not necessarily like. We, and on a normal day when times are fine, I, there's nothing we love, e- either of us love more than coming home and not freaking dealing with anyone. Yeah. But right. It's, so it's not about that. It's, it's, I'm used to doing shit. Yeah. And now what yeah. the fuck do we do now? Like if there's only so much, there's only so much day. you can do without going out and doing things. Yeah. And it's like, I'm just want to do things. Yeah. So many of our projects well, are now. Interesting that you guys, it's interesting that you guys say that. So I have a question. Uh, you are a couple. You live together. You have animals and animals. animals. Yes. <laughs> you, you, you are together. Um, how are you feeling about seeing on, on Twitter and the Instagram people talking about like how they're really discovering their spouse and they're not sure if they like them? <laughs> because I find that to be like absolutely fascinating. I cannot imagine... You like, first wise. <laughs> this, is, this is an indefinite, like it's an indefinite, like quarantine. Like we don't know how how long. Because like now they they were saying May first, but now it's looking like it might be closer to June. Well, Virginia, maybe Vir- even July. Virginia, it, they already said June June first yeah, for us. For they, they were like we we reserve the option of may, of changing it, you know, and earlier. making it earlier if we want. But right now it's June first. So that's yeah, two more months. Yeah. And we've already been here. We started like we like I said earlier, we we started early. Like we were we respect science in this house. So we started right <laughs> off the yeah, jump. From, like from the as soon as they start saying, you know, you might want to stay in the house, we're like, it's sold. Yeah, we're in. <laughs> Whatever. We're in. What else yeah. you want us to do? Well, so, it's like we okay. So here's the thing. Here is the secret to our success. And I Feel like we say this often enough to each other that I can say for both of us, we talked a lot before we got married. We asked a lot of questions and it and I always kind of put it out there as like there's an age difference, there's a cultural difference, there's a there's a there's differences between us. So yeah. you know, we really had to vet one another. Yeah, we did hardcore. We did vetting. hardcore vetting, and it was it wasn't just um, you know my mom and you know your mom get along, and you know it was a lot of like, hey, can you deal with family drama on your end and my end? Can you deal with this? Can we do this? You know, it was a lot of that, and <clears throat> I was very clear very early on. I was not interested in having children, and I told him that, and with basically saying, if that is something you are interested in, we can maintain our friendship. 
Wow. And that was that. <laughs> yeah, so. I mean, we, 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 when I met Veronica, I was 31 and she was 21. So, and she was literally like a month off, a month past her 21st birthday. And I was 31 and I was, I'm in a freaking rap group and I'm, you know, living my best life and I own a company and I'm, you know, he drives a Jag. I drive a Jag and I'm <laughs> living, I'm, I'm, I'm barreling into my early 30s. And at, right before that, I had kind of said to myself, you know what? I don't think I'm going to ever get married. like I was just living the single life. And it's not that I was against the idea. It's just, I was like, no, you know what? I'm not going to settle. And I literally made a list and it was like 22 fucking things that like, this is is before the internet. Yes. Well, this is, (laughs) we met on MySpace. We met on MySpace. I'm I'm a list maker. I still am a list maker. I have a, I'm looking at a list on a notebook right right now. now. Like I make lists. Like I love lists. So, so I will list. never. I, there, I've got lists on my phone. I've got lists in notebooks. There's a list I in made the kitchen a list. of dinner for yes. the week. <laughs> I like lists. So I made a list of like 22 things. Like this, a woman would have to be all of these things for me to even consider marrying that person. And like three weeks later, I met Veronica, and it was like, and there is some fucking nasty shit on that list like i i made that list selfish made our parents listen well no because i had dealt with a lot i'd I'd heard you know as a man you hear women saying all the time like you know like if he ain't got this that and that you know what i'm saying and if he ain't doing that then fuck him you know he ain't worth shit and i was like you know what i'm gonna start doing that and i met veronica and literally it was like check check Oh wow! Check, check, <laughs> yeah, check, and 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 I when I met her, like I felt like I knew her for a while already. Like on our first date, I was like, I've known this, I've known her. I feel like like at the end of the date, it was like, well, that was really our first. I forgot it was our first date because we were just getting along so well. I I'm like, I can't believe that was the first time I've ever been with that person, like out or you know in in person. So we just clicked and and. And we've always been open and honest. And it just so happens that the things she wants and the things she doesn't want lined up with mine. And even things that she was like, like kids, she was like, I don't want kids. And I was like, you know, I've never even thought about it. Um, I've never (laughs) even... it's a cultural thing. Well, because for me, it was like, if you want kids, sure. If you don't want kids, fine. I was indifferent to kids. And then once once you, you were like, I don't want kids and you laid out the case for not having them, I was like, you know what? Yeah, I don't want kids. You're right. You're absolutely right. Like, yeah, I don't, that, that, that wouldn't work. And, and so, well, you also kind of came at it like, oh, well, just kind of the way I grew up, you came from the Catholic family. Well, I came eventually. Yeah. You're like, eventually I was going to have kids. But to me, it was like, it was my, but it was my, it was up to my wife. If like, to me, it's like that's your body. If you want to have children, who? Why would I deny? You know what I mean? Like a a woman wanting to have children, like that's a biological imperative. If that's something you want to do, like, and that's something that will make you happy. Well, if I truly love you and I'm, it's a selfless love, then I want you to be happy. But I am really glad you don't want them, because we sure as hell wouldn't be doing what we're doing right now <laughs> if, we, if we had children. So in this court and this quarantine would suck. It would oh suck. My God. Listen, I, I just cooked a bag of spinach right now. I love it. And I love it. I realized, Oh shit. 
this is for one person. What if I had to feed a family? Right. They don't starve because yeah. I ate all sleep. And let me tell you I something. Don't mean to play, like, food don't go the same way it does like when you when you have children or like another person. That's insane to me. And they're not going to want to eat spinach. They're going to want to eat chicken nuggets and French fries yeah. and shit. That's what they're going to want to eat, spinach. And <laughs> I want to eat chicken nuggets and me French too. fries, but I don't want to share them. Like, that's <laughs> No. I don't want to share any, like... Any, Listen, any... I went to work for that chicken nugget money. You ain't got chicken nugget money. But I'm like, if I was stuck in the house with some kids right now and I just didn't feel like cooking, oh, we'd I be... Believe, I believe our friend Eden actually posted something like <laughs> What'd that. What'd she say? Like, like she was... She had said, like... She's a podcaster, too. Shout out to Eden. Um, she had, that she had posted something where it was like someone had t- tweeted, like, y'all who don't have kids right now, you just, you just don't know how, like... Oh, you, you how good how, how how bad this quarantine is if you have kids and they're like no we fucking know yeah <laughs> that's exactly yeah, why we, we don't have them, them. like yeah. no we fucking know like yeah. i talk to my friends with kids all the time and, and 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 like i had a buddy who was like oh you know my 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 mother-in-law she took the kids for a week and oh it's just been so great like like rediscovering my wife and we're 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 having dinner together and we're talking and we're having sex and it's just been, and I'm like, yeah, you mean like a Tuesday night for me? That's a Tuesday. So that's shady. a fucking Tuesday so for me. Shady. Like that's a Tuesday. That's what we do every day. Like Why just enjoy each other. Like we're all, when we're both, <laughs> when we're both off work, but it's just, you just out here eating chicken nuggets, having sex. But right? I think like the, the, at the right? end of the day, we in, I enjoy her company. Yeah. We just enjoy each other's company, and the, like we also can't. Dem- so you won't be a quarantine divorce, is what we're no, no, we're grasping no. at. But we've been through so much. Yeah, we've been through so much. How long have you been together? Fifteen years. Yeah, this is going to be our 15? in mm-hmm. April. We were that's why we were going to Paris. And April is our ten years married. 50, we got married. We got married on the day anniversary met. of our meeting. So, Aww. so yeah. we're ten ten years together or fifteen years together. Ten years married this April, mid April. So we were supposed to go to Paris. Yeah, we were supposed to go to Paris. We were, we had all go kinds of UK. stuff we were going to do. It, was, it lined up perfectly because I was doing because I work in professional baseball among other things and. And the team, yeah. the team go, was going out of town literally like that Thursday. And so we could literally do the, I could do the game and then get on, on, uh, get on a red eye that night. And it was going go to, it was just, it was going to be a little perfect. An adventure. Yeah. Adventure. So, oh, well. You know, but is, you know what? We like, again, we like each other. We like yeah. each other. Look, we you can, also have that flexibility. You know, you guys are good. You have, you have time. You have each other. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. You know, check back with us in a couple of weeks. Yeah, we, uh, we'll see how this. Well, you know, this is all change. subject to change. And we change. like. I've learned too when she needs her space. Yeah, we both. You know, know. like she. There'll be times where she needs just me to leave her alone, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we also have a we we have a pretty big place because we have the recording studios on one see, side. That is the key there. That's all you needed to say because I remember I used to live with my ex. Mm-hmm. And we only had one bathroom. I knew. Yeah. Um, no. I knew a couple months in. I was like, I cannot love you forever. <laughs> bathrooms are bathrooms. <laughs> you so, learn a lot about you learn a lot about a person when you share a bathroom with them. You know, I'm saying, saying, listen, they're gonna be it. Pick your battles wisely. I chose a very wise battle when it came down to the bathroom, where I was like, you know what. We need another bathroom, and he got it built. You're gonna need another bathroom, and he got well, it built. Very- yeah, we had, we we had for a minute. We did only have one bathroom, 
and it, it and it was me. the. And it, then, as you said, a minute, and here we are, fifteen years later, well, two or three. No, no, so it was and longer than it, it, it was the single most. It was the single biggest point of contention when our, when yeah. I moved, because basically it we really had lived. We lived. We lived. We had an apartment uptown, and then I had the studio in this building, and I would come to work mm-hmm. every day. And at one point, I was walking the dog, and the Just other had Wellington, the other yeah, and the other unit that's in this building that's on the second floor, which is like twice the size of the unit I had, was mm-hmm. open and available. And I called my landlord. I said, "Oh my god, is the four twenty eight open?" He's like, "Yeah, go on in, go up. The key's downstairs." I went up st- and and they only had one bathroom, and it was a shared bathroom between the two sides. Yeah, almost. And almost so when I brought Veronica over, she was like. I was like, look, we can live on one side and then I can put the studio on the other Such side. And she was like, dream. and then she just looked at the bathroom and was like, nope. Like, so we have to share a bathroom with your clients. Is that what you're telling me? So bless her heart. <laughs> she went along with it for a little bit. But we, and we did it for a while. And then when I, we'd been here for a few years and the, opportunity came up with my landlord where I kind of had some leverage. I basically was like, look, and, and, oh, and then Veronica started, you know, making a lot more money. She started making more money. She started working for Jeremy's and was making buku dollars. So she started making as much as I am. And I'm like, well, I I was making dick on the table money. Right. She was like, she she was able to pull it down. Like, look, so I was able to tell my landlord, basically use her like, look, you know, we want to stay, but you know, we're going to need another bathroom built uh, on the studio side. We're going to need, we're going to need the kitchen remodeled. We're going to need the, the current bathroom needs to be completely redone. We need, um, uh, washer and dryer in unit, um, installed. We need, uh, so many, I I had, there was an air compressor downstairs at the, the, um, on a refrigerator that vibrated the floorboards in a couple places. And I was like, that needs to be moved. He got that moved. Like it's, and he capitulated and gave me everything I wanted. Damn. And I was like, you know, now and we spent some money, like we added, you know, more expensive flooring, like we added more expensive tile, like we would, we value added certain stuff to the projects. But for the most part, he paid for everything to get us to stay because I'd we'd been here a minute for I'd been in this building 15 years, 14 years. Yeah. Good. So, yeah. So like, so now we're like, and then this, so we, and we just, I mean, all those projects took like two, a year and a half. And we just now finished like where we like literally like we're finishing the office. The office is done. And then the, this shit happens with the COVID. So. Yep. Mm. So one of these days you'll come by and see what, <laughs> right. what this is than, all about. Yeah. By all means, like come on through, but when, until then just call listen. me. I'll bring a, a Taco Bell party pack and we'll have a great time in the studio. We'll have a- hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> but we should definitely do this again, Miss Allie. Wise won't watch half these shows with me. He will definitely hard pass on any fuckery. Like, I'd be trying to. I'd be like, come on, just watch it with me. Like, you'll get into it. You'll get into it. And he's like, no. Like, I finally all got him. All my suggestions are the bullshit. So, like, whatever you need, I got Yeah, it. I'm all about that. Like, we <laughs> sat down and watched Killing Eve together the other day, and he was like, I am so <gasps> love Killing Eve. Jody, yeah, it's like, that's the kind, Jody that's my kind is, of show. Oh, that's she, my kind of show. Like, was a mess. Like the fashions and Sandra Oh, and just everything yeah, about that's, it. That's that whole fun. show is so good. And we, we, we'll watch that together in, like, Ozark. But... 
Sometimes I need some fuckery in. Sometimes I need fuckery in my life a lot. Like I live for Veronica a snapped feeds episode. On I feed on it. <laughs> That's why I miss my job. It. My job gave me just a, a right amount of just fuckery to like. I keep me entertained. You're around the people. The people are constant fuckery. I mean, we're dealing with similar sets of DC people. And well, I hope when it's all over that you're y'all are appreciated, you know, for maybe it'll, it'll probably be short lived, probably be like a couple of weeks Wait. where people all appreciate your service and what you do for the community, and then everyone will go back to being dicks again. But I, I mean, hope, it's the DC like, way, right? Well, it's the, Ameri- we it's the American so. way, it's the American way. We would hope so. I mean, at, at this point, though, like all this time, I'm like, do I want to go back? And that's the thing that's scary about this time because it's like a lot of people are not going to go back. Well, you, some, some people won't have a choice. Won't Their have a businesses choice. won't exactly. reopen. There's yeah. a combination of a lot of people won't have the choice or the exactly. option. And then there are going to be a lot of people who are saying, you know, this is the time for me to do something else. Yeah, they're going to so take wait, after, this opportunity. When this is over, Veronica, do you have your job back? Oh, yeah. Um, I work for a great French brand. Um, okay. And right now I've done my time. Um, I've been there for five years. Fully vested for a week. Fully vested. Um, just, yeah. you know, I have done the time and, and made a really strong decision to stay with this company and, and to even be accepted to work for the company is great. Um, but they're really looking out for us because uh, we actually had to close our stores in China um, after the yeah. new year. So this is like kind of old hat to them to kind of say it. Yeah. But it's one of those weird things where it's like you can hear it and empathize with it. But until the shit happens to you and you're like, well, fuck, my industry is is I, I jokingly say it's frivolous. And I I hear a lot of people that were, you know, my boss is always like, hey, you know, we are providing a service and we're providing a place where people People travel, people eat, people shop, people spend, people do the things that make them happy. So for that, I am grateful. But Mm -hmm. there's still also that apprehension of like when we finally do open, what happens now? Because we are located next to Dulles. We're I mean, it's retail. It's retail. We really depend on. We we you know you and I depend on Washingtonians. We depend on diplomats. We depend on international travelers. We depend on from March until fucking January. We are dependent on the traffic in D.C. to eat and live. And it's just kind of like, oh, you know, like you're so grateful. But at the same time, you're just kind of like you're seeing all this go around and you're like, oh, you know, I've already lost my job. I've already went through a recession. I've already done this. And my disinterest in doing this again is Mm -hmm. I just I don't want to do it again. And I know how to buckle up and buckle down. But it's like, man, I finally found my stride. I finally found a place that I like to be. I'm at a good job. I've got a great team. I got a dope boss. You know, and it's like, damn. You and you know, I'm finally able to travel and go see my mom and you know, be able to live comfortably and now it's like, man. Yeah, this it sucks. The timing, the time, <laughs> I mean there's never a good the time. Timing can be more terrible. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's 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 just bad time. It's just really really bad. I mean, we're we're fortunate because like I said her job I it's probably good you work for a, a French company because yeah. they just European they companies treat typically treat their employees better than American companies yeah. do. But 
Like we are fortunate enough that we have just enough safety net in our lives financially to, <laughs> to, to ride this out. Yeah. Um, but I see so many of my colleagues because of the industries that I work in. I see so many of my Everybody, colleagues yeah, that are just like, I, I, right. Like we all know people who are really, 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 really bad off. And I've just been trying to tell all of them like, look, you know, I'm all for rent strikes and I'm all for all that. Like, like I'm, I'm not paying my rent. So <laughs> no, because there are a lot of, the, the thing about no. rent strikes is rent, the thing about rent strikes for me is that I, I'm in a position where I'm able to advocate for myself right. and do it intelligently. And there are a lot of people who are not able to, yeah. be you be disabled, be you had not, you know, be able, you, you're undocumented. You have, right. you yeah. know, a various amount of like situations where you're, you're unable to advocate for yourself. That's why I'm not going to pay my rent. Right. Also, uh, bitch, I'm not going to work. So what the fuck right. do you want me to do? Well, that, give you the last of my sad little No, every yeah. financial advisor that I've listened to, so that I've heard from, pay. is like, don't if anything you have that is not necessary to pay right now, don't pay it. And rent is not yeah. one of those things. Because what are they going to do? Throw you out? In the middle, there's they they have to open the they courts can. to evict you, and the courts are closed, so they're not going to evict you. They're not if you're just honest with people and just talk to them. They all, everybody's going through the same shit, everybody. Mm-hmm. So like, and, and you know, for us, it's like I'm going to send you like, yeah, I could pay you, or you know, or then I'm going to have like absolutely like no money for anything else. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I'd rather just hold Whoa. on to it, and then when this shit when the dust settles. We'll see what we can do, you know, then, but I'm not, I'm, I'm in no rush. I'm in no rush. And again, we've also been renting from the same, from a private landlord for 14, 15 years. So we have yeah. that luxury. You have a different relationship. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, have yeah. a pro, I, have a, I have a friendship with my landlord. Like I'm not just rent. I'm just not, I'm not writing my checks to WBC Smith or whatever, like uh-huh. every, yeah, Washington. Know, yeah. And sending them to some PO box or whatever. I'm yeah. So it just sucks because <clears throat> DC, gets his reputation as it's just politics and it's just this. And it's like, Oh no, there's, there's such a culture. There's art, there's concerts. Like we're, you know, we had concerts lined up. We had oh, yeah. everything we were lined going up. Going to little dragon. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Like a, a bitch. Dragon. We yeah. was ready to go see well, little dragon. See a concert. I work at one of the largest music venues in Washington, D.C. And I don't even know if I'm going to be able to go back to that job. I have been offered, like, we've been told that we've been able to go back to our job. Yeah. But, like, I mean, I guess I'll just say, I work at the Anthem. Ah. So, like, there's no way people are going back to 6,000 people. No. In a building. No. No. (laughs) It's just not going to be the same. No. It just doesn't make any sense. So, like, there is this, this, this weird, you know, anticipating what the new norm will be, but, like, it's not going to look the same as it mm-hmm. used to. Oh, do you see the, 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 you could see it now with how people are walking across the street, with how people are interacting. You could see that change and not, but the thing about it is the longer this lasts, the more ingrained it becomes, it becomes true, in the society. But, but I, I never underestimate the stubbornness of the American people. We are a stubborn lot. And I just think that, I mean, look, I, I even, we're talking about professional, you know, I, I work for five professional sports leagues. I, mm-hmm. you know, I, 20,000, 50,000 people in these places that I'm working at all the time or whatever. What's the future of professional sports? Yeah. What's the future? Exactly. That, but my point is 150 years of that 
is ingrained and 150 years of Americans going to Woodstock and yeah. going to concerts together and being able... What, what happened to Coachella? Oh, Jesus man. Christ. Bitches are right. mad no, about Coachella. That will, I have a feeling that that will win. That will, in the end, people will want to go back to those things and will be willing. There might be changes. I mean, I was telling Ron, maybe they might require you to wear a freaking mask to get into a sporting event where everybody in the damn, you know, arena is wearing a freaking surgical mask. This is not going to fare well for black folks. You know, it, it won't. Nothing really ever does fare well for <laughs> black folks. But just that mask that, like, situation. We need to look at it that, like, sociologically speaking, when we're in times of crisis, we tend to look more towards community. Yeah. We tend to stop looking at ourselves as individuals and we start looking at each other as, as a collective whole. Um, I mean, as, as millennials, we've seen 9-11 we've seen recessions we've seen you know hurricanes and a lot of other bullshit happen and at these times we start to look at each other and how we start to support each other better and i think one of the most (laughs) us millennials have gotten a lot of bullshit we're like oh we're responsible for avocados and like you know (laughs) (laughs) avocado toast (laughs) avocado (laughs) toast (laughs) don't take credit for the avocado starbucks and they're fucking our kombucha and now they're mad at us about fucking Sourdough bread. We're really good at bacteria, the, the millennial group. But we like, love I think that like, we love we love it. But like, I feel like we're a resilient bunch. And I think the funny thing about like all this bullshit that's been happening, most of them um, as a result of prior generations being some bullshit. Thank you, boomers, <laughs> for being some assholes. What if we become very well adjusted, like middle aged people? Because right, I think yeah. that's about to happen. That, that, I really think that, that would like, be the story. Get, like, of, that would be the story of the millennial, would it not? Like, just well-adjusted middle-aged after people. After all that, they become the most adjusted middle-aged people in the history. We're still running and eating of, well. Of human culture. No one's smoking anymore. Like, These people—they're all on. They're reasonable. They're all on the right drugs. They're all on the exact perfect drugs. They know like, just not the, the amount of vacation drugs. to take. Like they're just—they they, they know exactly the amount of sunlight to be out yeah. inside the sun, and then not, and then they go inside. Like it's—it's. It's, you might be right. I think I, you're onto something. There. You, you definitely. I think I, you're onto I something. Genuinely think we will get Justin. Like we're out here having conversations, like honestly, and like respectfully. Getting boundaries, not being yes. shitty people, yeah. not on purpose. We're shitty people, but not like purposely shitty, yeah. which is fantastic. <laughs> on that, I'm I... going to <laughs> let you go, Miss Allison. You are fucking. Thank you so much. Wait, give her, give her all, give all of your, give all of your stuff again yes, for the people I, that I are want, listening. You know, I don't want to get anything wrong. Hey, bro, we're gonna we've been chatting for a while, huh? Yes. So I'm Allie, Allie Blah Blah, A-L-L-I-E-B-L-A-B-L-A-H on Twitter, Instagram, Venmo, Cash App. <laughs> Send um, me yes. money. Yes. <laughs> yes. Send me money. <laughs> All the important things. So yeah, that's me. We love this having fun, you. Guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. We're going to have to definitely get back together and let's talk trash Listen, TV. Listen, I have nothing but time. Right, yes. Don't we? Isn't that we something? Time, so. And if you run into if you run into any fuckery in this period of of despair and 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 the apocalypse that's going on, please let it just just let us know. I got something to talk about, and we'll have you back. Listen, <laughs> I will let you know, friends. I will let you know. All right, that was 
an amazing conversation with Allie. Um, and a good show, I think, all around. And a good show. I am Veronica Z. And I am Mr. Wise. And you've been listening to... Nerds and Luxury, <laughs> a.k.a. Nerds in Quarantine. Shout out to Cedro, Montego, and Sosa. We miss you. We miss you. Nerdsandluxury.com. Hey. Bye. Bye. Dopest flyers, OG pinliers. Dopest flyers, OG pinliers. Dopest flyers, OG pinliers. Dopest flyers, OG pinliers. Dopest flyers, flyers. Flyers, loud and headphones are flyers, dopest flyers, OG pin hustler, gangster player, hardcore motherfucker. Black diamonds on a nigga wrist. Is it vanity or just a sign of excellence? Square footed six rooms up in my residence. Blowing money up in Nemus, guess that's negligence. We hold these truths to be self evident. When it comes to